I wish to discuss the uh, unique connection between the Parshas Vayishlach, uh, the Maisa there with Bina, and Hanukkah. Um, but I would also want to take a moment uh, before I begin to say a special uh, Shalom Aleichem to all those Neve alumni spending Shabbos, this coming Shabbos, uh, with Rabbi Fork up in the mountains uh, at a Shabbaton. And uh, I wish I could be with you and I hope that you have a very, very special Shabbos. Now let's uh, consider, let's consider what our Parsha has to do with Hanukkah. Of course, we're talking about the incident when Shem, uh, the son of Hamor, uh, came and violated Dina and talked to her and convinced her to marry him and asked his father, Hamor, to go to speak to Yaakov and the Shvatim to arrange that 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 uh, they should become one nation, one people, and the 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 um, uh, the the goyim should be able to marry, should be able to marry uh, into Bnei Israel, and Bnei Israel should be able to take brides etc. from uh, the goyim. Uh, Shimon and Levi told them that they would have to get a bris mila. But it wasn't, that wasn't just a, uh, 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 that was a plot. Shimon and Levi understood that this could never happen. That this was assimilation. That, that our, <laughs> it was absurd. And, and, and from the very beginning, even at risk of their own lives, they planned to be assured that this would never happen. And, and therefore they, they, they tried to, uh, weaken the uh, people, uh, the Goyim of Shrem, but but at the same time they were ready to risk their own lives. Uh, and if and 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 uh, the the Mashiach that writes in Ali Shur, Velbi uh, writes in Ali Shur that that they understood that they were risking their own lives because if they would fail. Uh, they they would be killed, but it didn't matter. This was a war against assimilation, assimilation against the loss of our people, and uh, and, uh, and 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 if it meant risking our lives, this is the cost. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting. He notes that when when. Um, <clears throat> When Yaakov came uh, after the atrocity, and Yaakov came, he said, um, he, he said, you know, to, 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 he, he was afraid of the situation, and he said, I quote, you have brought me trouble to discredit me among the inhabitants of the land. I am few in number, and they will unite against me, smite me, and my household will be destroyed. Right, Yaakov was saying a reasonable claim that they weren't strong enough to go about and destroy Shem and 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 and, 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 and prevent this from happening. Um, what is it then that Shimon and Levi 
answer, right? What is it that they answer? They answer, you know, Yaakov seems to be presenting a reasonable argument that they were not strong enough. They said, shall we then let them treat our sister like a zona? <laughs> that was their answer. But it was more. Their answer was that even so, even if we're risking our very existence, we cannot allow assimilation. We cannot allow them to marry into our nation, into Israel, or Israel to marry into them. That is mamish assimilation, and we have to fight it even at the risk of our lives. And that was their answer to Yaakov Avino, right? And that wasn't the first time that we had to risk our nation and our lives to fight a war against assimilation. Right. It's Hanukkah. Right? In Hanukkah, the same situation. It was the Greeks, and it, it's in, it's not in, in, in the um, English safer, Rev. Welby on Chumish. So uh, the person that put it together included there that the Mishgiach Zetzal uh, uh, spoke about Hanukkah. That, that then it was the Greeks and the Hellenists they were trying to cause us to assimilate. They wanted to become part of the great Greek empire and culture. They wanted to forsake the ways of their fathers and imitate the the grand culture of the Greek nation. And the Hellenists were Jews who were ready to leave behind their Judaism and become part of the Greek empire and the Greek culture. And it was, of course, it was a small number and, and they were probably called fanatics, right? Who band together and, and, and fought a guerrilla warfare, right? In order to prevent this assimilation from happening. Right? And they risked their lives and and, 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 and because they fought with such determination, Akadosh Baruch Hu did miracles for them and that's the Hanukkah that we have today. And I ask myself, I ask myself, if that's the if that's the case, that we are in a war, we have to fight a war against assimilation, against intermarriage, right? Do we feel, do we feel that today? Do you know what, you know, today we have this way of thinking that everything is fine. Everything is great. You know, we have Hasidim, we have Misnagdim, we have Haredim. Right, we we have so many people that have shown Torah and mitzvahs. It's amazing. And yet, what about the rest of Klai Israel? What about the numbers of our people that every day intermarry and are lost to our fold? Right, when the the Mishgiach wrote about this in in his sefer, he mentioned just in Scandinavia alone, and this is a while ago, there was over ninety percent assimilation. It's mind-boggling. We can't think of ourselves only as the small ghetto of Haredim. We've got to think about Klai Israel as a whole. And if that's the case, then the efforts, the struggle, the fight to keep assimilation has to be like a war. 
Now, when you are fighting a war, it's constantly on your mind. It's constantly in your cognizance if you're fighting a war. No matter what else you may be pursuing, but in the back of your mind, there's a war to be fought. Do we feel this way? When we invite guests to our own that are not, uh, do not, are not religious, they're not showing Torah mitzvahs, and we invite them into our home to give them a taste of what Shabbos is. Um, when we do projects like Project Shabbos, where we try to allow people who are not Shabbat Torah and mitzvahs appreciate the beauty and the spirit of Shabbos. Whatever, whatever we do to try to reach out to those that are distant from us, we have to do it with the awareness, with the cognizance that this is a war. And we can't allow it to leave our minds. We have to fight this war. If we do, we're missing the whole essence of Hanukkah. So, this is something which, you know, it, 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 it really... It really bothers me that so often we we just forget about our brothers that have drifted away, and with without the effort and without the awareness that's necessary to bring them back into the fold. Let maybe let us think about this and let us dwell on this because this is the real meaning. This is the essence, the real meaning of Hanukkah. May all you fellows have a very, very special Shabbos, and uh, and uh, and perhaps if we understand and follow this concept, you know, we we can we can be successful in bringing back uh, those who have gone from the fold, reaching out to them, and uh, and then. Together, all of us come back to Yush- can come to Yerushalayim and uh, for the for the Geula and the Binyan Bayish Lishi. Have a great Shabbos.